Welcome to Charger Bulletin News, I'm Kaylee Feschler. We have a developing story this week. Dean Lourdes Alvarez of the College of Arts and Sciences has decided to step down from her position. Dean Alvarez states she would like to pursue other passions and will miss the University of New Haven community. Democrat Nancy Rossi was elected mayor of West Haven on Tuesday, defeating incumbent right-in candidate Ed O'Brien and Republican Dave Riccio. Reporter Jeremy Bellman took to the polls on Tuesday. On Tuesday, November 7th, the residents of West Haven came out to City Hall to vote in the mayoral election. The polls were open until 6 p.m. on Tuesday and residents were able to come and make their decisions. The candidates were Nancy Rossi, former Mayor Ed O'Brien, and David Riccio. Democratic candidate Nancy Rossi walked away with the title of West Haven's first female mayor, receiving 4,825 votes. This is Jeremy Bellman reporting Charger Bulletin News. This week, the Charger Bulletin published parts one and two of their fall Q&A with the University of New Haven president, Stephen Kaplan. He answered questions on parking, housing, and the controversy over the university's Saudi Arabia college, and more. You can see the full interview at chargerbulletin.com. President Kaplan and the university administration also hosted a forum on Thursday to address student issues and answer questions on topics related to the school. Here's editor Glenn Rohrbacher with more on what happened. President Kaplan hosted a forum on November 9th with a group of administrators to address student concerns and get feedback on university initiatives. Students asked questions, with many of them revolving around long-standing issues like food and academics. Even to the point where everyone should have the same final exam in multiple sections. And then, then I can actually grade the instructors on what you've learned rather than what they, what they wanted to teach you. One student pointed out the issues international students have at the career fair when companies don't sponsor foreign-born students. I mean, like, I'm a student. When I say I'm a student, they say that, sorry, we can't offer you a job. USGA President Nicolette Angeli asked how the administration plans to improve communication with students on important campus events and changes. And so we tried to figure out a way to get important information to you, not bombard you, and at the same time, make sure that we communicate it over a number of different channels, whether it's closed Facebook groups, whether it's the portal. Kaplan encouraged students to keep reaching out with issues so the administration can continue to make improvements. For the Charger Bulletin, I'm Glenn Rohrbacher. The Model United Nations team won outstanding delegation last week during their conference in Washington, D.C. Here's their interview, what they said with reporter Francesca Fontanez. So your Model UN team won eight different awards at your recent competition in Washington, D.C. Can you talk about what it takes to be able to succeed at that level? I would, I would account most of the success to the amount of preparation that we had. Chris is an excellent professor and, oh. really, and really helped us um, make sure that our position papers were to a standard that was you know, above expectations. Everything that we did and all the work that we put into was really thanks to Chris and Joe Scolo that helped us research everything that we needed to know about Brazil. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, what goes into preparing for a conference like this? I know you uh, mentioned a position paper. I'm sure there's a lot more that goes into this mm -hmm. kind of preparation. Did you want to go into that a little bit more? Anybody? Um, definitely, like, there's definitely like, the position paper and there's lots and lots of research that, like, um, has to be done prior. Um, so the research uh, is what's main, like if you don't have research, like you can't build upon anything. So definitely like research and then um, 
definitely like getting other delegates input like it was nice kind of having like the experienced delegates and kind of having like their input as to how a conference was and especially like since for us who were like first timers like definitely like getting to know everyone's point of view and just having that one big event to look forward to that was definitely like it was good to like kind of hear that so you know another big part of the class is uh you know the involvement of simulations throughout class and whether that's a simulation on students giving speeches or a simulation of the conference environment where students are debating these issues with other students, um, you know, we do a ton of that, especially in the second half of class. Um, and it really gets, gets them comfortable in that environment. They also do a, a, pre a preparatory conference with the University of Bridgeport, which is another excellent team. Um, and that happens right before the other conference. So they completely understand what they're getting into even before they get into conference. Mm. Good. So, Dr. Haynes, to work so many hours to help these students prepare, I know you got a shout out from one of your students over here. Mm -hmm. um, what was it like to finally send them off and see them succeed after so many hours of research and hard work and preparation? Um, there's a little bit of nervousness. I'm always nervous. <laughs> uh, students that know me know that I'm not very, uh, uh, well, yeah, I'm very, very unemotional in a sense sometimes, but mm -hmm. it was very proud to see them perform in the way they did. Um, you know, this group was uh, a group full of students that, you know, really weren't as um, outgoing as my average group. And it was so awesome to see them grow throughout the conference and throughout the semester, to be honest, uh, into individuals that can give public speeches, that can engage with people and can lead groups. Um, a lot of them, I don't think, uh, saw that in themselves, you know, prior to the course mm -hmm. or the conference itself. And maybe some of them can speak to that. Um, Caroline? Yeah, sure. Um, I feel that for me, the simulations with the speeches and everything really helped me because I know that going into it, I had a large issue with public speaking and pretty much just leading. While people say that, while others would say that I had it in me, I couldn't do it personally just because of like anxiety and stuff like that. But throughout the class, throughout the course, and then at conference, I mean, I had been told that I had been giving excellent speeches and I ended up leading a group of 16 mm. with three other girls, with two other girls. And I, I mean, that's growth in itself, too. It was so rewarding to see the progression of Caroline specifically. Um, you know, the first time she, she stood up to give a speech in class, um, she said that she was literally shaking inside. Yeah. I, didn't see, I didn't see it all there, but you could absolutely see the progression from there until the speech that she gave in conference, which was uh, you know, absolutely kind of solid. And you could just, it, it looked like she was an experienced delegate who has given speeches her entire life. And so, you know, it's really kind of cool. I mean, I think all of these students, including Anisha, um, have you know, had those types of experiences, you know, to see this student who could barely even talk to high schoolers, I think, <laughs> earlier in the semester when we were, so we're trying to uh, start high school MUN clubs at West Haven High School, and Anisha is really helpful in, in, in doing that, but she could just barely even speak to them, correct? <laughs> and at conference, I saw her leading a group of 20, 25 other students um, throughout the process. And this is not only one day, this is a three-day process mm -hmm. involving hours and hours and hours of work. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the importance is consistency and, and Anisha was, you know, was standout. So. Filling in for sports reporter Cameron Haley, we have Mitsuki Garvey-Sanchez with our sports update. Thanks, Kaylee. The men's cross-country team finished their season on Saturday, November 4th at the NCAA Division II East Region Championship, where they finished 23rd out of 23 teams. The Chargers' best finish came at the Western New England Invitational, where they finished third out of 14 teams. 
Women's Cross Country also finished their season on Saturday. The Chargers were able to capture first place in the Ted Owen Invitational in a field of four teams. Leading the way for the Chargers was junior Nicole Malaborska, who finished ninth overall, which was the best finish from a non-Division I athlete. Women's Cross Country finished 17th out of 25 at the NCAA Division II East Region Championship. Club Ice Hockey lost a heartbreaker to UConn 4-3 on Friday, November 3rd. The Chargers came back from a 3-0 deficit, only to give up the game-winning goal with 2 minutes and 22 seconds to go in the third period. Goal scorers for the game were senior Dan Kurtz, junior Charlie Ricard, and freshman Dominic DeRosa. Football lost in overtime 27-24 to Bentley Saturday, November 4th. Quarterback Ajay Patterson threw for 319 yards with two rushing touchdowns. Leading the offense in total yards was junior Justin White. The Chargers are now 5-3 in the NE10 and have a slim chance of making the NE10 championship. The Chargers will return home for the final game of the season on November 11th when they take on Merrimack at 12 p.m. Earlier today, I also interviewed the rugby team about their upcoming playoffs and successful season thus far. I'm here with Jeff and Sam from the rugby team. Since last season, what do you feel the team improved on to allow the team to go undefeated? Um, I'm going to say we definitely came together as a team um, more this year than any year before. I mean, I've been playing for three years, and this is the best I've seen the team. It obviously shows on the field, and uh, just we took the momentum from last year, I guess, and uh, brought it to the table and fulfilled our sort of potential, I guess. Yeah, I got to agree. I mean, I'm only a sophomore, so I've only played two years with this team. So I can see quite a big contrast between my year last year and the year this year. Um, I really think that we stepped up as a, as a brotherhood. Um, we recruited a lot of freshmen, and although a lot of freshmen don't play, um, it's having more people in a more uh, bonded team has created a better environment for everyone. Everyone's helping each other out, and we all build upon each other's strengths and weaknesses. So I would say that's, that's a, a key, key point. How has the team been able to keep up the high level of play all season? Um, definitely hitting the gym is a big part. Um, keeping that cardio up, getting your fitness up, and uh, eating right and just uh, staying out of trouble. Yeah, we've, uh, we've worked a lot on uh, making sure everyone's fit this season, more than we have any other season. A lot of cardio. We've had a lot of more guys in the gym in their personal time. Um, motivation is high because we're winning. Um, we have a great mentality mindset right now, and I think that's pushing us, pushing us really hard. Going undefeated and winning the conference championship, do you feel there will be a lot of pressure to repeat that success next season? Um, I'm going to say there's definitely going to be a lot of pressure to repeat next season, but uh, we definitely have the talent and uh, the numbers and um, the motivation to repeat next year. Yeah, I mean, coming off the, the big uh, winning, winning high, and uh, no matter what happens this weekend, we'll continue to play, we'll continue to get better, and uh, next season we'll continue to, to do exactly what we did this season and develop on our fundamentals and... Uh, come back strong and give it everything we have. Thank you guys so much. Reporting for the Charger Bulletin, I'm Mitsuki Garvey-Sanchez. The university's Pride Club celebrated Pride Week this past week with tabling events and a number of different activities. The events included Man Crush Monday, Ace Day, Woman Crush Wednesday, Trans Day, Pi Dem Pan Day, and the week concludes with a second chance prom on Saturday. Pride continues to encourage inclusiveness on campus through their events and activities. That's all from us here. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. I'm Kaylee Feschler for the Charger Bolton News.